Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. For you told me that anywhere I stand to proclaim your name, you will manifest in my presence. You will make the words I speak about you alive unto my hearers. Therefore, my Father, this evening, I thank you that you have manifested your presence. I thank you, Lord. I bless you. I bless you. I thank you, Lord. Because you are faithful. You are not like man. You are not like man. You are faithful, Lord. I appreciate you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Because you first loved me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We exalt your holy name this, this evening. We say, take all the glory, take all the honor. You alone deserve it, Lord. You alone deserve it. For there is none like unto you. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your holy name. We give you glory. Lift up your hands unto heaven right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Father, I lift up tonight before you. I pray the Lord take over this atmosphere. Use it for your goodness. Use it for your purpose. Pray the Lord you give my hearers a receptive heart, a heart that will receive your word with all power, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, my Father, that you give unto me utterance. Anoint this lips of clay that I may speak your word with all boldness. Now, we, we subject every external force that will rise up against the utterance of your word. We bring them in check in the name of Jesus. I pray the Lord, let your word have its free course tonight. Anoint me for exploit. Anoint me for your word and for your works. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please take your seat in the name of Jesus. You can give the Lord a hand because he deserves it. You mean, this is the hand you are giving to the King of Kings. I said, you can give the Lord a hand because he deserves it. Hallelujah. I know it's a busy week, and I know a lot of you are tight in making it here. But I know you'll be blessed anyway. I said, I know you'll be blessed in the name of Jesus. You are welcome to the second day of our Accra Faith Conference. You know why I'm excited for you? Because by the time the conference is over, you will also tell other people, because I attended a craft faith conference, look at A, B, C, D in my life. Oh, oh. Because, because the Lord told me, he said, he's going to use your faith. I said, he said he's going to use your faith. And so I think it's a good place to say hallelujah unto the Lord. Say Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We bless the name of the living God. Now I want to continue what we started yesterday. Yesterday we spoke about working your faith. 
So we can call it Working Your Faith, Part 2. Hallelujah. Uh, yesterday we did talk about a lot of things, but one of the things I like to, or the main thing I like to continue or anchor on is the fact that we said by faith the worlds that we see stand and live on right now was not made out of things that were visible in other words they didn't have a parent material but they were made out of nothing and the word we learned yesterday was to conjure so he said he conjured the world hallelujah now i like to continue from there now please if the world was conjured it presupposes that everything that we ever wanted and needed in this world if it is not yet available or it is not yet seen in your life and you say you walk the walk of faith or you are a child of God, then it means that you too must bring them into manifestation by conjoining them. And I would like to say that if God was able to do it, you should be able to do it too. I'm not saying that, yeah, 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 I mean, he's a bull. We are following him. But if if you are not conscious of this fact that whatever the lord did you too are supposed to emulate or exemplify what he did then you will actually see your faith working because when it comes to you actualizing your faith you will say this is god oh, but me dear I am me. In other words, you separate yourself from the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. Now tonight, I'd like you to understand one thing. The only thing that stops the believer from actualizing their faith is doubt. Now, doubt doesn't come in until you find the work of the devil around you. Hello. Can I give you an example? Numbers 13, from verse 31 to 33. The Bible says that now the spies were sent into the land to spy the land. A preacher said, even though they are spies, he calls them preachers. <laughs> he calls them what? Yeah, so 12 preachers were sent into the land to spy the land. And the the purpose of going into the land was to go and observe. And when they come back, they should tell the congregation what they saw. Now, when they went, indeed, we know all that transpired. But this is what I want to bring out. When they came back, 10 had a report. And then 2 had another report. But I still remember in the place where the Bible says that whose report shall we believe so now the 10 who came the question is this the report they gave concerning the giants in the land was it real or it was a lie it was what but faith 
demands that when you see reality in the physical, you consider it a lie. Why? Because the only thing that is real in this world is God's word. Every other thing is fake. Did you get what I said? So now, the two, when they came back, this is what they said. They said, we as believers, <laughs> we as believers, can you imagine these two people? And it is amazing what they were able to do. Look at what happened. They went into the land. They saw the giants. And they saw all that were in the land. And what did they say? They came back with another report, which the world will categorically term a lie. Because when they came back, they said, indeed, there are giants in the land, yet we are well able. Now, all I'm saying is this. You can be faced with every issue in your life, which is bad. But it depends on where you stand and how you consider the issue. Now, if you are poor, poverty in the kingdom, it is not real. Poverty is only real in the physical world. Now, when you enter into the spirit realm where faith operates, poverty is a lie. So when you see somebody who is poor, it presupposes that that person has believed a spiritual lie. Did you get what I said? So our life is like this. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter how small you are. It doesn't matter the level of faith you operate in. You have to have this understanding because God demands that your faith grows. So if you were able to believe God for a needle or a pen or a job, you have to make sure that your faith does not remain there. Your faith must move to another level. For example, you drive a Mercedes or you've bought all the most expensive cars in the world. What next? For fun, use your faith. Demand a plane. I'll be saying it cool, but I mean what I'm saying. I'm just saying that as believers, we shouldn't remain at the place where we say, oh, intimeniaje. <laughs> You are there. I agree. But he said the just shall live by his faith. And he says we are moving from one level of faith to the other. Now my question is this. After you have accomplished everything you want in life, what next? I said, what next? The rich people, guess what they do? They explore all the good things in this world. We consider good. The material things. All of them. Now what they're doing is this. They pay $20 million and then they take them to space. They just go and view space. And they step on the moon and Mars. What am I saying? These are the worldly people thinking. Limitless boundaries. Now, I'm talking about you, the believer. So these two spies who are preachers also came in and they said, even though there are giants in the land, we don't consider the reality of the physical because according to the, the principle of the spiritual, that is a lie. The truth is what God has said. God knew there were giants in the land before he promised us that same land. If he knew that we were incapable, well, he knew, that we were incapable of taking that land, why promise us that same land? 
he presupposes that God is a wicked guy. Because why? He only set you up for death. But look at it. He sends you to that land and there are giants in the land. There's opposition. And he tells you, Why? Because in difficult times, the reality which is faith, which is in your heart, emerges and triumphs over the lie, which is in the physical. So I always say, when you see somebody living in this world, all their mind tells them is to operate in this world. Leave them alone. I said, do what? Because there are difficult situations in life that this mind cannot comprehend and fully go about it. So when those people are knocked to the wall, now they begin to realize that I cannot do it by my senses or by, my, by the physical. I must contact a spiritual source. Now that is where they keep on asking, who himself will be our being? Because what am I saying? The Bible says that as a human being, there is a time to be born and there is a time to die. If you were born again into the kingdom, the Bible says that we were given a measure of faith. That faith is it, it like there's a demand upon that faith to grow. So when you were born again and you were given a measure of faith and you kept that measure of faith without exercising that faith, it will get to a time when that faith is supposed to produce results. No, Because why? You have never put your faith to work. What am I saying? You can use your faith for a hairstyle, a good barber, a good saloon, a good what? You know, I'm trying to make it simple so that you understand that you can say faith that when he says the just shall live by faith, he's trying to let you know that beyond faith, outside faith, nothing else. It is in faith that you have life. Outside faith, no life. So I always tell you something. When something goes wrong in your life, don't tell me my bomb pious army. It presupposes that you were praying in faithlessness. It is called works. You are believing in your prayers. Always ask yourself, what have I believed? And in that moment, you also have to notice that you have not activated the word of God in your spirit by which you are walking. Or it, there is no reality of God's word guiding your life. And so you notice that things just keep going down, going down. I said, you have come to a faith conference. Did you hear me? Yeah, so we are talking about faith. All I'm saying is this. When difficulties come, don't ask yourself, ask yourself, what am I believing? Because yesterday we noticed something. He said, for by it. He said, for what? For by it. The elders, and I explained to you, they advanced in life. The people we look up to, like Father Abraham, you know, he said, they obtained a good report. And I told you, the good report means to conjure. So by faith, Abraham conjured what he wanted to see. So if you are a believer and you're supposed to walk in a place where faith has now become easy because immediately you say, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Faith cometh by hearing. So the faith you had to believe God, you did not generate it in yourself. When you heard the good news, faith entered your heart. When it entered your heart, it believed in God. That was the moment you became born again. Tell me, how many people say, ah, 
But they are never born again. Why? Because it is God who calls you into that sonship. But it doesn't mean that God separated some people from others. For God so loved the world that he gave. He didn't say he loved Ghana or USA. He loved where? Thank you. Are you in this world? So he loved you too. Now, I would like to say one thing. The only thing the enemy will fight is your faith. Now, the enemy's plan is to keep you in the natural realm because, he, because it helps him put a ring in your nose and pull you around. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You come to the place where we call you born again. And now some people don't know that when they call you born again, there are privileges to it. That one is either you find it in the Bible or your pastor teaches you. If you are not fortunate and you don't get these two things come your way, you will live a beggarly life. Why? Because he gave some apostles, teachers, evangelists, prophets, pastors, for the perfecting of the saints, so that the saints will do the work of the ministry. Not me. Do you think what I said? It is you, I'm perfecting you. In other words, I'm teaching you so that you will become perfect. So you can do the work of the ministry. That is what the Bible says. Now, so when the enemy keeps you in the, in the physical world, where everything that goes on in your world is judged by the senses. Hey, may you say, may you say, may you say. Some people are good schemers. How, how many people did projects, projects, operations? Projects and operations. Listen, I was saying, because if you are not able to scheme, <laughs> things will go bad. Now, imagine if you have a wife who is a lawyer and she knows all the laws and how to corner you by argument and the rest. And that person is not spiritual. I'm telling you, you, you yourself, you don't take care, you come into the physical. What am I saying? I'm saying that it comes to a time human beings and their reasoning becomes very, very material. They don't see into the spirit realm. And I'm saying that the reality in the Christian's life is not this physical well. It is the spirit well. And you only work there by faith. Hallelujah. I'd like to, want, I'd like to say another thing. That to seek after God is walking in the spirit. And it is possible only by faith. These are just nuggets I'm just dropping. I come to my real points. Now, when the devil keeps you in time, he wins. He, he wins. But when we deal with him or do activities in the spirit, he, he, he's defeated. Or he gets defeated. Or he's being defeated. What am I saying? For example, uh, like I always cite this example. You go to town, you come back. Your daughter or your son is sick. What will you do? The natural mind will tell you, okay, co pharmacy, co pedro, get some precaution, give it to the child, let the person, let the child drink so that the child will regain strength. But let me tell you, when you do that, not only will the enemy bring sickness to drain your finances, he noticed that it is a place you are comfortable in and it helps him. So he will also keep bringing sickness, trouble upon trouble. Like some people, 
They call me, they say, Osofo, me pain, me jia, me huni, me di yo. Me ji ye pe, me yere yare, me ba yare, me ma me yare. Inti me chia hospital bill ni wye na misikane sape, no mo hua towo. Me ji pe ni pe, so like, you see, this person has not learned that once the physical realm is not going well, I must shift. The reality is in the spiritual. So that is where I'm supposed to deal from. And in that place, you don't enter by any way. It is by faith. So if you don't have faith, oh now bon say now you have found one thing. You are looking for pray for me, suffer. Pray for me, suffer. I hear some people even do fasting on people's behalf. And I wonder. Because when I fast, I subject my spirit to hear the voice of God. That is all. Fasting, that is all. When I pray, I am in either interceding for you or praying some good things. Fine, I agree. But for me to fast for you, lie, lie. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to understand something. The reason why faith has nothing to do with this physical world is because faith is not taught. It is discerned. I said faith is not what? It is what? Now, uh, how do you know you are born again? How do you know you have peace with God? It is a confident, you know, some confidence you have in your heart. That tells you that nothing can go wrong with me when it comes to I and God. God is on your side. He's never your enemy. So that is where your comfort is. how you know what to expect from God. You know what you are dealing with. God is never ever your enemy. But now, if you don't see yourself as a child of God, by discernment, please, forget it. Because sense knowledge has nothing to do with God. Sense knowledge only builds up what you have inside. So that is why the Bible says, faith is of the heart. I'm just saying that won't me in we 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 no 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 e wo se wudi wujidie let's go on you don't need to be smart to have faith i say you don't need to be what so to the elite and then to the low in society i want to put it to you God knowing that he would justify men by faith. He didn't put it in that category so that you must be educated to have God. But rather he placed it on a level where you must discern it. So you will notice that in the kingdom of God, a professor goes to somebody who has never stepped into the classroom and is seeking for guidance and counsel from that person. Why? Because that person is spiritually intact. And the professor knows in his heart that this person knows some things I don't know. So what am I saying? I'm saying that you don't need intellectuality to have faith. I mean, it, should, it will only come and boost your faith eventually. But from the onset, you don't need it. So when somebody says that by faith, I claim something, what does the intellectual do? He say, you have to go to school, learn, get a job. That ends you well. That ends money, right? And then use the money you earn to do what? To buy it. But somebody who doesn't have that kind of capacity will say, I call it forth in the name of Jesus by faith. So the person is activating or using their faith to 
access that thing. Whereas, because you are intellectual, you will know the process by which you can get it. calculus. Laplace transformation. That is how to do it. <laughs> Listen, you are living a low life. I said, if you live by the monthly pay, please, I want to be very, very plain and sincere to you. I'm not saying that it's bad to have a monthly pay. I'm just saying that even though you have a monthly pay, it is not your source of income. The monthly pay is just the system of this world. But if you see God as your source, even when it is 31st and you have not received your pay, you are as rich as though you have been paid that same day. Because why? Money comes from anywhere. Like I told you, I call for money now in Jesus' name. I mentioned the amount and it comes. So whereas some people are waiting to see me have a contract before I get money, please forget it. That is not how I make money. I make money by faith. Like I declare, in the name of Jesus, this week, I call for so-so and so amount. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And one and all, I don't have to work for it. All I know is that faith demands it, so heaven must obey. Let's go deep. God doesn't give a backup plan because his first plan works. What did every guy know? Faith. Faith in the just in case we now fix here. Thank you. Listen, you are shooting yourself in the foot because one you didn't even set off by faith in the first place. Because faith doesn't have a backup plan. Oh, and and my And so I was discussing with my wife. I said. So Jesus was not a backup plan. Even though he's called the second Adam, he's, he's not the backup plan. He was the original plan. Because the Bible says that the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. What it means is that Jesus was the origin. The way the whole world will play out was God's perfect plan. Don't tell me the devil came to mess things up. As though the devil is competing with God. Are you serious? God is the boss. The devil is the puppet. The puppet master is just using him. And he's playing God's plan out. And what is happening? God is just gaining glory by him fully. And he doesn't know. What am I saying? If you live by faith, the devil becomes a puppet for you. Because whereas he says he's bringing trouble, 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 trouble. That same trouble, that is where you enjoy your life. <laughs> now, I'd like us to go into scriptures now. We all have a measure of faith. As the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 3. He said, we all have what? And because we have a measure of faith, as I said, your faith must move from one level to the other. You must point something in your room and say, we man faith can't do. We faith and I'm the toy. I said what? Point something in your house, in your compound. Is it a land? Is it a building? Is it something? Is it something you want, you cherish? Is it a perfume? I'm trying to make it simple so that you get it that faith can get you anything and everything. 
<laughs> what am I saying? Point that thing and say, this thing, faith brought it. I didn't buy it with money. Even if I had money to buy it, the money came because I had faith to get it. Hey. Now, why do you need a measure of faith? Now, we are, go we are going to study some things. I want us to look, look at the book of Matthew, chapter 11. Did I say Matthew? Forgive me. I'm going ahead of myself. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13 to 16. I would like to bring out certain truths. Now, see, you have to know, anytime you don't walk by faith, you handicap the body of Christ. Anytime. Oh, you know some people say, uh, faith, they are so for there. healing. <laughs> You've heard it. Oh, faith is for these people. Eh? They, they will use it for so so and so. Hey, this people, they have faith. Oh. I vowed not to say that about anybody again. When they mention the people of faith, they must mention me too. What am I saying? You will see our faith graduate from one level to another and another and another. Like I was saying, everything we bought here, last time I was doing a calculation, I noticed that it went to 9,000 Ghana CD and we didn't borrow. We bought it outright. <laughs> One day I was at home. Somebody drove to my house. He said, the Lord is telling me to give you a seed. Give me a seed of 2,000 Ghana. We just put it into it. What am I saying? I said, when we, when, when we needed all this thing, I just stood and said, in the name of Jesus, I call forth a PA system. That is all I said. I didn't go, oh, Charlie, my baby, I found all instruments there. Oh, yes, that's yeah, Sorry, oh, my baby. Are you serious? Eh? Is that what I'm supposed to do? When I finish, I come and preach to you, faith. I said what? When I finish, I come and tell you what? Faith in here. No. Never. You don't do that. You live, you, you show, and then the people who see you, they follow. <laughs> so Ephesians chapter 4, 13 to 16. I read, until we, are, we all attain the unity of the faith. Until what? The what? The unity. Young Koso. And of the knowledge of the Son of God to matured manhood. Yours says what? To a perfect man. Mine says to a matured manhood. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In other words, the faith that you must have must be of the same stature as that of who? And the Bible requires that the Bible requires of me that my faith must measure up to that of Christ. So if my faith is not growing or has not achieved anything, what he means is that I am not looking at faith as a possible thing or something possible. I'm just looking at it as something that is weak and cannot produce. Verse 14. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by 
craftiness in deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint and which, is, which it is to equip when each part is working properly, <laughs> making the body grow so that it is built up in love. Now, there are certain words I underlined in my notes here. Number one, he says unity of the faith. Number two, much, matured manhood or mature manhood. Number three, no longer be children. Number four, grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. And then number five, working properly. What am I saying here? If you look at all this sequence, you notice that it graduates you from one level to another. It is telling you that now that you were born as a child, don't remain there. Now grow. You have to grow into manhood. When we say somebody is a man, we know what it means. It means the person is no longer a child or a boy. That person does not depend on any other person anymore. He depends on himself. So in this regard, he's telling you that grow up in your faith and re rely on your own faith to see things done for you. I'm not saying it is wrong to go and see a pastor. That's why the pastor was given to the church to deal with certain issues. But listen, don't go to the pastor often. Every issue you go to the pastor, pastor, pastor. It's either the pastor is not teaching you right. That's why you keep going to him. But if the pastor teaches you right, you notice that in yourself, you've got boldness to approach God. And you know that your faith will never fail. Praise the Lord. So now, he's telling us that we must grow into the unity of faith and we must become men or we must grow into manhood. He said we should no longer be children. And he says that we must grow into the fullness of the stature of Christ. And he says, then when we get there, we must make sure that our faith is working properly. Now listen to it. Anytime we don't walk through these principles, where we, we have the faith, we nurture the faith, the faith grows, we apply the faith. What we do is that the body of Christ falls short. Can I explain to you? If, if you were called as a healing evangelist and you're supposed to go to somewhere like India, Brazil, Venezuela, and just go and do 30 days healing, you just go there, you heal them, ah, leprosy, blind, maim, everything, you just keep healing, healing, healing. And let me tell you, because you don't use your faith, you have not come to the place of even praying for headache for yourself. What have you done to the body of Christ? Eh? You've caused the body of Christ a lot of harm. And that is what I'm saying. You, you, the body of Christ suffers because of you. That is why in the kingdom, everybody is important. For example, the keyboardist, he's important. The people who lead prayer, they're important. Even the usher, important. The person who doesn't do anything, listen, that person is doing something because you see, you notice that it is just standing up to encourage the man to, to preach. Yet you, who is perfect, you can't do it. 
but that person can stand and do it for hours. Whilst the pastor is standing, preaching, that person is also standing. Yes, yes, preach on. Preach on. What have I said? You notice that everybody has something they do in the kingdom so that the body of Christ will come to one perfect man, which is Christ. He is the head, we are the body. He is still assembling his body. For all you know now, he's gotten to the waist level. He's waiting for the thigh, the ankle, the knee, the, the foot, the shin. All of us, we must come together. For you know, the arms are forming. Which part do you play? You have to live by faith every blessed day. The day you decide not to live by faith, notice that the body of Christ has stopped breathing. Because the just shall live by faith. It is faith that is the oxygen of the believer. I am preaching it. Thank you very much. Now listen. Let's go to Mark 11. Mark 11. I would like to bring out certain truth here. Mark 11. 12 to 14. Can I read? If, if I can read, just say amen. Thank you. Thank you. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in a distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, say to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard it. And the disciples did what? Look at something here. I'm excited about this scripture. Look at it. When I started hearing and using my faith, this was the scripture I learned or I meditated on. Look at something. On the following day, Jesus was coming from Bethany. Now, Bethany means the house of misery. So now, he was coming from a place of misery. Can I submit to you? Anytime you move from a place of pain, you don't need pray for me. I say you don't need what? No, when you move from a place of pain, a place where things are low, things are down, you don't look up to another man. Rather, you use your faith. And yesterday we established that faith works by speaking. When you speak, you plant your faith. And definitely, when the faith is planted, because it is a seed, it must germinate. And when it germinates, you will see it. Immediately you will see it, it will bear fruit, and you will enjoy it. What am I saying? That is the life the Lord called the believer to live. You are not called to actually just like we do in school. Thank you. I was here so. No, no. But look at it. He said when he returned from Bethany, the house of misery, he was hungry. No wonder. It's the house of misery. So he was hungry. Anybody who has gone through pain before, and I told you, the Bible says that <laughs> time and chance happens to every, uh, everybody, right? Every, every one of us. But he said, there is an evil day. I keep on talking about that evil day. And I'm saying that if you sit down and you don't advance in your faith, when that evil day comes, don't try to use your faith. You're wasting issues. I say, you do what? I remember a guy had a business and the business collapsed big guy, international. And then he came to see Pastor Chris. And Pastor Chris gave him his books, his tapes. How to make your faith work. How to do this, how to do this, how to do that. 
believing, believing. And he said, speaking in the power of speaking in tongues. And he gave him about three or four books and then five tapes. He said, soak these things. The guy looked at Pastor Chris and said, ah, guy, I came here for a quick fix and you are telling me this. What am I saying? The guy doesn't know that the thing that fought him in that evil day was the enemy. And the only thing the enemy is afraid of is your faith. So if you don't build up your faith, listen, if it is 20 years, spend time building your faith. I said, if it is how many years? Spend time doing what? Because when the evil day comes, the devil doesn't care. Oh, you know, hear of yourself. You can't knock. <laughs> come on. Today is that day. The one that the scripture spoke about, the evil day. And when he comes, you knock. And when he knocks, you notice that he's knocked but because he knocks the whole frame down. <laughs> Hallelujah. But look at it. Jesus was returning from the house of misery and he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree in a distance in leaves, <laughs> he went to see if he could get anything to eat, but he couldn't. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, but it was not the season for figs. It was not what? What, what is the Lord teaching us here? You have to understand that when you're operating by faith, whether it is in season or out of season, you don't care. Faith demands and faith gets. You don't have to wait for a certain season to enjoy some things. Everything comes now by faith. That's why I told you that anytime you project your faith into the future, then it is useless faith. Faith is now. That is why when I'm praying, I say, right now. Right now. I don't want tomorrow. It is now. Hallelujah. So look at it. When you apply faith, whether the thing is in season or out of season, faith demands that a, it, it gets what it, it wants. And so by faith, you can cause everything that is good in your, in your heart, anything you desire to see, come to pass. But listen, I'm saying that don't pretend that you have faith when you know you don't have it. Humble yourself. Start from somewhere. Say, my father, teach me faith. Teach me how to actualize my faith. Teach me to start using my faith. Teach me to walk in faith day in, day out. And listen, by that one alone, it is humility. You will see the Lord being gracious to you. But oh, oh by faith, claim your car. I receive it. Who did say bicycle tire crowd need faith for? You know in your heart of hearts. Because anytime they mention faith, instead of belief or joy coming up in your system, it is fear. I'm preaching what I've been through. <laughs> now look at it. He saw him from a distance. <laughs> now verse 14. And he said to it, say to it, say to it. I want you to understand the it there presupposes that it is an inanimate thing, right? To it. Jesus spoke to it. Jesus spoke to it. Faith spoke to it. <laughs> Faith spoke to it. Then I can understand here. It is not only human beings or animate things that have got ears. Things that don't even have life in them can hear. Say to it. 
say to it. What did the material say? Like I told you, when the water entered my engine, and wow, check here, I slapped the car. I said, "Work in the name of Jesus." And now, he started going free. Because I knew that when I speak to the car, it will hear. I said, "What?" Yes, but some of you, you can't even speak to your face. My face is as beautiful of that, like that of Christ. Hallelujah. Say, speak to yourself. <laughs> uh, look, look at the situation you are in and say, me. Me fit situation way more. In fact, me fimo. Fitiendeko me me you be messes. Fitiendeko yebane business ah me na miyo ogoro. You see, speak to yourself. Because why? Yourself can hear you. I said what? Yourself can hear you. Your world can hear you. So when you speak to things, they hear you and they comply. So Jesus was teaching us here that if you are able to speak to it, every it will conform to your words. But don't forget, you have to speak it because you believe. <laughs> now look, he said, and he said to it, may no man ever <laughs> eat fruit from you again. And his disciples had it. Why do you think the disciples had it? Do you think Jesus was trying to do it under G or underground? He was trying to do it so that the disciple will know that not only am I able to speak to people's body and they change when they are sick so that they become healed, but I'm able to speak to things also. So he did it in several places. Like the storms were raging and he spoke to the storm. He said, Peace! And there was, the Bible says, and there was a great calm. You see, it has to conform to faith. It was a because when Gideon is talking, it is the Lord that created this world. Everything must bow to it. That is why I'm saying, when you see a man who lives by faith, God regards him as righteous because you are walking like God did. But when you see a man who is just living anyway, anyhow, and even is pious, does not sin and he's kind of holy 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 still god considers you a sinner because you have not entered the arena of gods i don't see anything about that part we'll continue later but listen it means that we can talk to anything in this world and it will change and that is why i want us to come to listen let your life be a life where you begin to talk to things Talk to things. I said, what? Talk to things. Ah, what is going on in your life that you don't like? Talk to it. I said, what? Like, like one day, I was, ah, Michelle, having been commanding some money since now me both my head dry. And I said, pocket, you'll receive cash soon. Like joke, like joke. You know, that is how faith works. It works right in your face. And you, you get shocked. That is how faith works. And then you see money flowing to you. Why? Because faith demands. The Lord that created this world demands. So it must be given. Now, let's 
dive straight to verse 19 to 24. I'm reading. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away from its roots. <laughs> and Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, even though it is Peter who reminded Jesus. Now Jesus was actually talking to all of his disciples who were working with him. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. No, it was rendered wrongly. In that part, he says, have God's faith. <laughs> I'm telling you, in the original Greek, it doesn't say have faith in God. Some people even say have God's kind of faith. No, it says have God's faith. What it means is that if the faith he had was the same thing that created this world, why can't he curse the, the fig tree and it will die from its roots? So that is what happened. Now look. And Jesus answered, have God's faith. 23. Truly I say to you, now Jesus is talking, what, whosoever says to this mountain, now look at the picture here. He says, Who he, whoever says to this mountain, you have to understand that mountains are not things that are uprooted and are thrown into the sea. Originally, mountains are only moved by bulldozers and excavators, right? But he says, you will say unto this mountain, be thou moved, and it will be moved. Look at the picture the Lord is drawing here. He's trying to let you know that if Bibi Oabra Bumna say a crown cry, if there is anything in your life that is so permanent and you don't like, he said, by faith, you can be able to do what? Change it. Is there any angle the Lord didn't tackle when it comes to faith? Is there any, any area the Lord did not deal with? No, there is nothing like that. So when you look at it, the Lord actually dealt with every corner, every issue. He dealt with things that are so high and lofty. So that the minds of men will not say, hey, where they will not try to know. He said, if you have faith, and this is Jesus talking, and I know my master, my Jesus, he does not exaggerate. He knows what he says and he says it right. He says, if you have faith, you will say unto this mountain, be plucked out and dump yourself in the sea. He didn't say, I'll do it. Dump yourself in the sea. All of a sudden, you see the mountain <laughs> grow legs, carrying itself, in, um, plunging itself into the sea. What am I saying? If you see any difficult situation in your life, it is not... Please, before you pray, make sure that your faith is intact. So when you know that you don't have faith, go for faith lessons 101. Get it right. When you get it right, prayer will be five minutes. Like when I slapped my car, I didn't do 30 minutes. No. No, I didn't. I slapped it with anger. When I did, it didn't start moving. Why? Because prayer may bow. But prayer must come from a heart of faith so that it will accomplish whatever it wants. And you notice that now prayer has moved from the place where it becomes some form of crown that we wear. Me bomb pie 20 hours, 30 hours. Chiremo works, zero. 
say we pray 20 hours, 30 hours, but the works of our prayer zero. Because why? We are not praying in faith. Listen, if you have faith like this, small like this, and you pray for 30 hours, the whole world will blast. Because when they come into contact with you, they can only see life flowing from you. But you say you have faith. And in this faith, the place where you used to be is the same place. No, something is wrong. Stop what you're doing. Stop it. Stop. Stop. And the Bible didn't say that there is power. The power you need to live in this life is in prayer. He didn't say that. He never said it anywhere in the Bible. He said his word. He said what? His word. His word is powerful. It is sharper. It is able to divide, to divide deep things where man cannot access. He says his word is able to do all of that. So before you enter prayer, you have to make sure that your faith is resting in the word. Then you can have full results of what you want. But don't tell me I pray, I pray, so that prayer becomes a religion. Listen, my Yibida, don't tell me that in Bible was saying. I remember the first day I went for three days retreat, dry. Honestly, I thought now this is the time the Lord will bless me. I came back poorer. And then another time I went. When I went, I took my Bible by understanding by understanding of scripture my life changed what am i saying if you don't know who you are what you are the things you are called to benefit and access in the kingdom don't blame anybody i said don't do what and i mean be before hey he said what the but the weapons of our warfare but they are what through through and Christ is the word. You two, you are moving outside of the word, trying to fight the battle. I don't know what you are going to do. Eh? So you have to get the principle right. You make sure that you enter the arena where you are supposed to get to. And that when you, you see, when you are serious with your life, you look at some of these things and you deal with them. Like, like I said yesterday, so women want to get married and they are relying on makeup and the ugly ones are all married and the beautiful ones are there. Ah. Seriously. No, think about it. Eh? Even Nelson is beautiful, right? But my point is this. Listen. No human beauty qualifies you for marriage. Because by the time your husband marries you and puts you at home, he goes out and he sees somebody more beautiful than you. And then what keeps you with him? Let us, let us understand scripture so that we can walk with God. We are walking with God and, and uh, lately to one thing I hear, the proud people, you know what they say? But pastor some time ago, no, no, you're young. Despite all that points, still you may you see Nana Fidon Swiden when you okay. Timothy, by the time Paul was writing to him, 
he was 17 years old and he was already an overseer of churches not a church of what churches and he was an apostle 17 17 17 so yes one seven when you see people who are proud allow i said do what because god is no respecter of person he has proved that one to me so when i see you and i respect you Vanessa, because me human but when it comes to god's position and you please i'll pick god any day any time to you can go anywhere you want to go because why the word of god is the most sure word you are just a man and lies keep coming out of you even when you want to do good you didn't get it let's consider tomorrow i'll buy you a car and then i'm robbers visit your house and then they take the money that you wanted to use to buy me the car tomorrow morning i come to you excited expecting the car where is the car oh maintenance at dainty didn't you want to buy it but can you actualize it Oh, all I'm saying is that my God, no arm robber can enter his storehouse and steal from him. So when he promises, he's able to deliver. End of discussion. So whilst you are relying on your strength, your strength, your strength, please, there are issues that will knock you down one day because the issues of this life are just many. You will walk out, you get to a place, it will knock you down. Then you begin to look for solutions. When you begin to look, you go to every extent of making it work but that is where we get it wrong too because why god is faithful and he will do everything he has promised hallelujah now look at something here so now when when these people came to god when they came to jesus and then jesus started talking to them and he spoke to them about the mountain moving he knew that a mountain is something that is difficult to move how many days will you use to clear a hill? If you go and get a caterpillar, you see, you will grade and grade and grade, even with machines. Oh. But now he's saying that by the second, he said, if you say unto this mountain, be thou removed, it will move and cast itself into the sea. Itself into the sea. Itself into the sea. It should tell you that anytime you have faith, your trouble runs away from you. It doesn't stay with you. It wants to run because faith demands. Well, faith now you can want something. It's simple, but it's there. Me see, it's simple, but it's there. You have to walk in it, and if I say walk in it, you have to deliberately. Shada, you want to say me there? Me nanti faith mo and walk in it. And Jesus said, "My favorite part is what I'm about to read." verse 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, whatsoever you ask in what? Whatsoever you ask in what? Believe that you have and it will be... <laughs> Did you notice? There is a time of believing that you have it. And there is a time where what you have believed that you have it, you know, will be actualized it to become yours as a believer you have to understand this principle that when faith says i have something it is not it has moved from the place of hope it has now been actualized 
So you don't go back asking God again. Rade ma die no. Rade ma die no. Rade ma die no. When you know that what you have asked for has been actualized, what do you do? You thank him. Papa Medazi say I Abba. Abba. Now this is where we see it. He says, therefore I tell you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. You have what? He didn't say, believe that you are receiving. You have what? So it is in the... Now my question is this. Is there anything you need and want or desire in this world that God has not created yet? Uh, no. Because the Bible says that I have given you everything pertaining to and you notice that he separated them. Godliness is not the same as life. And the life there he's talking about is living on this earth. He said he has given you everything you need pertaining to life and godliness. So I'm asking you a question. You have used your faith. Uh, now you get to a point you feel like, let me just play chaskele with my faith. Let me believe something from the, for this brother. You don't know you can do it. Any friend of deliverance, no? Any friend there? Deliverance, yes. We take somebody for deliverance. You believe for the person that the person is delivered. You say, in the name of Jesus, we take you out of the grips of the enemy. We put you in the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. And the person begins to... And then we take plane. Then we go to Nigeria. We take plane. We, we go to Kaswa. Some, now we even go to South Africa. Deliverance. Sh Sri Lanka. Deliverance. Deliverance. We say, thanks be unto God who has delivered us. Hey. All I'm saying is this. If you live by faith, you will know who you are and what kind and type of person you are. And you will live by it. But if you don't know who you are, you do anything, anyway, anyhow. And the devil went, like I told you, you know what trapia is? Chewing stick. He needs a believer. Then he's, uh, he just carries you and then uses you any way and anyhow he wants. But if you are on fire, if I say you're on fire, please. It, I'm not saying that. No, not that uh, religious thing. You are on fire, indeed you are cool, but your heart is alive in faith. When he comes, he says, oh, this one, no go area. He will say it. He say what? No go area. Now, look at what he said. He said, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So there is a time of believing that you have received it and there is a time of actualizing what you have received. Internal, if you have received your marriage, what do you do? You start buying things for your marriage. Did you get what I said? Oh, you, okay. For example, you believe God you have a contract. You don't have tools to work the contract. Stop buying the tools because you know that what? You have received the contract. That's all I'm saying. So, by faith, you notice that you are able to accomplish much. Because why? 
Whereas people are working hard, and let me tell you one thing. People who work by faith are not proud because they know that there's nothing good in themselves. But people who have it all together, they know how to get up at dawn. Study 21 principles on hygiene. 36 principles on marriage. How to make courtship work. They read all those books and the girl is still going away. They are trying to keep their courtship, the person they are courting, and things still go off. Why? Because you have not learned to believe God in every issue. When I see such people, I will always be praying for you, especially if you are close to me. I will always be praying for Papa Yenadom, Papa Yenadom, Papa Yenadom. But one thing I've also learned about my prayer is this. When I keep praying those prayers, the Lord, everything you are supposed to go through, the Lord will also allow you to go through. <laughs> but eventually, you bring you to a point where you understand. Hallelujah. When you have God's faith, you can do the same thing God does. And I'm blessing chat all. It takes us back to yesterday's scripture. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. And he went on to say that we understand that by faith, the worlds were framed and they were made not from things that do appear, but they were made out of nothing. Now, my question is this. If that is how the elderly people or the advanced in society lived, so that we are also reading about them in the word, what makes you think that there's another way you are supposed to live? Is there any other? No. No. Please rise up to your feet in the name of Jesus. Did you get the scripture? Hebrews 11 verse 3. Now let me show you one thing. Did you notice that... <clears throat> We skipped some portion of the scripture and we came back. <clears throat> this is what happened. Jesus came, cursed the fig tree, left the fig tree, and then went into a city and went to do business. The following day, he came back. By the time he came back, the fig tree had done what? Had withered. This is all I'm trying to say. When you live by faith, your faith can multitask. Did you get what I said? In other words, you can have faith for this, have faith for that, have faith for this. And your faith will be working, busy. Because why? Notice, he said, for by faith, the worlds were created. Not one world, the worlds, the galaxies, the, the mountains, the fishes. And I'm telling you, there are millions of species in the sea. And yet, none of them are the same. Why? Because faith can multitask. When I heard that part in my spirit, or when I jump here, I knew that nothing can fall short when it comes in my life. Why? Because I can, I can deposit some faith for money, deposit some faith for good health, deposit some faith for good marriage, deposit some faith for ministry, deposit some faith for my kids. Listen, keep depositing faith. Keep using your faith. Hallelujah. Say, my father, from today... I declare, just like Peter, my faith will not fail. My faith will run the full course in the name of Jesus. 
I declare by faith my life is perfect. Give the Lord a hand. Did you, did, you, did you get what I just said? By faith, my life is what? Now, consider everything the Lord created in this world by faith. Will you look at something and say, ah, We know we don't like Hamatan, right? Me, I don't like Hamatan. I don't know about you. You don't like Hamatan. But listen, it is perfect the way it was made. Because we know that when Hamatan doesn't happen well or come by well, the rainy season will be some way. What am I saying? Everything God created, even the ones that have got fault, he didn't say they are not perfect. He said they are fearfully made. Now, that was just a joke. But all I'm saying is this. Anytime something goes wrong, you are able to change it by what? By what? By what? By what? So, for by it, for by what? Listen, if you don't have it, forget it. I said, if you don't have it, what? Forget trying to please God. Forget trying to get anything from God. Because he said, you must enter into my presence boldly and access. How? By faith. Believe that Hallelujah. <clears throat> Say, my father. Tonight, I'd like us to pray shortly. Say, my father. By the way, tomorrow, don't miss it. And the people who are not here, tell them, tomorrow we'll pray a lot. And then tomorrow, the Lord has started showing me some things about some people. I don't want to say tonight. I'll say tomorrow. So if you like, come tomorrow and see it happen in the name of Jesus. I said you are blessed. <clears throat> I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. Say by faith, my life is a blessed one from today. No more second chances. I live above the drum. I live above the bar. Nobody sets a limitation for me. By faith, I am size cool. When, when you allow people to set limits for you, listen, let somebody be walking with Chalote on Namwenima Nani Jidinya intact, Mane time. Messede, Mane time. You will wish you were him or her. Why? Because faith is no respecter of. In fact, the only thing that can make, make God get up from his seat and do what he doesn't want to do is faith. You know why I put it that way? Because I want you to understand that there is nothing that your faith wants that God has not provided for. So by the time the desire comes into your heart to have it, he has made it available. Say, by my faith, I will accomplish much. Say, by my faith, no more hindrance. In the name of Jesus, I declare, by my faith, I am triumphing in life. In the name of Jesus, say by faith, no enemy around me will be able to sleep. By faith, I interrupt their comfort. 
I interrupt, I interrupt. Their, sleep. their sleep. They will never, they will never be, comfortable be comfortable around me. From today, my life has become like a sword. By faith, I cut through every barricade, every barrier, every blockage. In the name of Jesus, I break through every barrier. Now, 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 by faith. Listen to me. We are about to make some declarations. Are you ready to pray? Say, my father, you have taught me faith. I know what faith is. And by this faith, I move into the realms of the spirit right now. And I demand every negative situation working against me from today. I said, no more. I halt them. Now, 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 now. Listen, your faith only works when it is in the word of God. Now, I feel like we should deal with some issues. Say, my father, your faith in me is vibrant. It is active. It is working right now. And by this faith, I enter into my family line. Every curse, every misfortune, right now, by faith, I cut them off. Now, 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 now. Say, my father, by faith, Everything destined for me, for my good, in this season, I demand it will not pass me by. I declare by faith that right now I access every blessing that is mine. I demand a full result to my blessing. I demand that every good thing that is mine manifests now, 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 now. Say, my father, by faith, I don't look on the outward. I only hold on to your word. That said, I will be the head and not the tail. Therefore, by faith, in your word, I demand every lagging situation in my life. I cut it off. 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 Now, 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 now. Say, I declare, by faith, I have entered my promised land. I have entered my wealthy place. I have entered my increase. I have entered my peaceful place. I have entered my place of joy. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare by faith, peace is mine. 
prosperity is mine. Success is mine. Riches are mine. Now, 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 now. Did you get what is going on? Listen, there are some goodness around you. It will not come to you because you have not desired it. Yesterday, I explained to you what doubt is. Doubt is not thinking in your head. That is not doubt. Don't think about it, no. doubt, That one day, even me, I have it sometimes. But when I looked into the scripture and the Lord told me that is not doubt, and I stopped worrying myself. Doubt is simply separating yourself from everything good that the Lord has written in his word. So what is faith? Faith is the opposite of doubt. So faith is simply attaching, embracing everything in scripture that is good. Listen, the Bible says none of them will lack their mates. It's either you have not attached yourself to that scripture. That is why you are not married. I want to be very plain. And he said, Abraham became very rich in cattle, silver, and in gold. And he tells me, he said, Christ came so that we will receive the blessing of Abraham. So if you don't see riches in your life, don't ask yourself, No, just know that you have detached yourself from God's good word. Are you here with me? Say, by faith, I embrace. Say, by faith, I embrace every good thing in the word of God for my life. I declare my business is flourishing. I declare money come to me now. He said, and Jesus spoke to it. Spoke to what? So I can call money. Money is an, so I can do what? Say money. You are an it. Right now. I command you. Come to me. Now. 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 Now, mention the amount you want to see. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, my father, I thank you that by faith I access everything I desire. Right now, I declare by faith. My pocket, my pocket never, 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 never runs dry. dry. Abundance, Abundance is found in my pocket. By my pocket, others are blessed. By my pocket, others are rich. I will constantly give out from my pocket in the name of Jesus. Say, my father, your word to me is good. Therefore, I expect goodness in my life, goodness in my career, goodness in my business, goodness in my marriage, goodness in my life. Anything that is bad, by faith, I reject, I reject, I reject, I reject. now, 
now, now, now, now, now. Begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. Magudaba, 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 Ridadada Bagada, Ruta, 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 Rita, Rita Daba, Rita Daba, Ripa, Tadabacado, Ray Cado, Shandi de Begada, Ritada, Ritada, Ritandi de Becadiata, Rado, Vede Begada, Rado, Vede Begada, Rado, Vede Begada, Ratida, 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 Rantada Bagada, Rantada Bagada, Repada, Repandini Migada, Raluta de Becaduata, Rampada Bagada, Ritadaba, Madishan de Becadiata, Madishan de Becadiata, Matada, Matada, Repande de Becadiata, Madove de Becadiapa, Madove de Becadiapa, Madove de Becadiapa, Madove de Becadiapa, Rapapa, Rapapa, Capando le Becadiapa, Capando le Becadiapa, Capando le Becadiapa, Capando le Becadiapa, Ratande de Becadiapa, Ratande de Becadiapa, Pande de Becadiapa, Pande de Becadiapa, Ampande de Becadiapa, Ratatata, Ratatata, Mato Chanda da Bacadiapa, Made Sande de Becadiapa, Apande de Becadiapa, Mate de Becadiapa, Matada da Bacadiapa. Made de becada, ratata, ripada, 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 rampa Pande de de becadiapa, ratada da bacada, rampada da bacada, ritada, 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 radish, and de de becadiata, by faith, by faith, rampada da, rantada da, rantada da bacada, rantada da bacada, ritada, 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 repande de de becadiapa, rampada da bacada, rampada da bacada, rantada da bacada,
like a house on thank you so so come that's all I can say because tomorrow we'll be dealing with something the Lord gave me something I just want to give you a heads up listen he said we should deal with the impossible in your life and tears here let me explain there are some things it looks like you can never have them even though they are rightly yours tomorrow we'll deal with it and please tomorrow when you're coming bring your prayer jacket I said bring your what yes I have some it's a red coat <laughs> maybe tomorrow I'll bring it don't worry she need hallelujah see the blessing, blessing is an empowerment on my life right now giving me the ability to prosper to succeed to increase to multiply, to advance my destiny, to fulfill my call, and to rise above anything that attempts 
to hold me down or to draw me back. I hold the keys to the promise of God by faith and by my position in Christ. The blessings of Abraham are mine. The blessings of Abraham are mine. By the blessing, my name is great. By the blessing, I receive favor. By the blessing, I am victorious in life. By the blessing, I have servants in my house. By the blessing, wealth hands me down and overtakes me. By the blessing, I am favored both in heaven and on the earth. By the blessing, the Holy Spirit leads me to good and pleasant places. By the blessing, I have angels working for me. By the blessing, my family is successful and protected. By the blessing, I am very rich in cattle, silver, and in gold. I am blessed with faithful Abraham. I am blessed with faithful Abraham. I am blessed with faithful Abraham. I am complete in Christ, who is the head of all principalities and of all powers, both in heaven and on the earth. By the power of God's promise, the blessing is activated by the finished work of abundance through the faith of Jesus Christ in my life and in Grace Army Church. I am justified by faith. I am justified by faith. I am justified by faith. And in this year, we will all walk in the promises of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jesus. Lord, bless 
us a thousand times more and let it affect every intention every mind every heart every front pocket side pocket back pocket back pocket wallet purse handbag suitcase drawer cupboard bank account businesses everywhere this money came from in the name of jesus let them receive a thousand times more according to your word in the name of jesus we thank you we bless you in jesus name amen